0: Happy New Year, Warriors. I'm happy to continue to have your support and bring you quality guests and information on the podcast. The Stronger Than Autoimmune podcast mission is to encourage creating small changes to improve health by providing knowledge and support. There is no cure for autoimmune disease, but we can be stronger than autoimmune. Today my guest is co-founder of the Good Days program and certified head coach in nutrition, Isabel O'Carroll. As a chronic illness warrior, she lived with the side effects of medication for years until her doctor introduced her to the autoimmune protocol. I brought her on the show to talk about the Good Days program for migraines and how it can help those suffering from this debilitating disease. So let's get started. Hi, Isabel O'Carroll. Thank you for coming on Stronger Than Autoimmune.
1: Thank you very much, Desiree. Thank you for ha- having me today.
0: Uh, absolutely. I'm wondering, yeah, if you don't mind sharing, where are you connecting from before we get into your program?
1: So I'm, I'm based in Asia, but I'm actually French. So that's why I excuse my accent. <laughs> I hope you, you won't have any issue with that and that you'll be able to understand properly everything. And, uh, but I'm French based in Asia at the moment, so uh, my husband got some jobs here, so I followed him here. So yeah. that's why I'm he based here just now.
0: Yeah. So how long have you been in Asia? Uh, eight years. Eight years. And what? What part? If you don't mind me asking.
1: We're in Thailand.
0: Nice. Yeah. So I guess it took some adjustment
1: yeah sure, sure. A lot of changes uh, and uh, especially with the food and with the weather, because I'm from Normandy in uh, in France, which is not a very hot part of France. So <laughs> the, the change why it was uh, was quite uh, uh, huge. Yeah, um, but it's nice and we get we get used to it. So
0: yeah, I uh, can imagine, so not yeah. only the weather, but like you said, the the food.
1: It yes, was completely
0: yes. different also. Oh, yeah.
1: the, the food and the culture and a lot, lot of lot of things were different.
0: Well, it sounds like you're very open-minded to experiencing yeah. new things, it sounds exactly, like.
1: Exactly, exactly. No, it's nice, actually. It's different, but it's uh, it's very nice. You know, there they are some good and bad things everywhere, so just take them on.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing's perfect, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: All right, well, thank you again, and I know your program is about migraines, so yes I w- I'm wondering if we can just start at the beginning. So what is a migraine?:
1: Oh, so a migraine is is a, um, is a very difficult to uh, to explain because nobody knows as of today the causes of migraine. Um, different uh, uh, hypotheses have have came up, but nobody knows for sure uh, where it comes from. The thing is, like in your brain, there are some brain receptors that do not work properly, and that provoke this uh, this uh, very very intense uh, um, pain in the end but um, it can be in different form. It can be in different parts of the head. It could be in the eyes, could be only on one side. Um, there are uh, different phases of a migraine. You know, you can feel it coming. It can come for like two days before the pain starts. You can have the first symptoms, uh, where sometimes you think say, that they are triggers, but in fact, they were symptoms. And uh, um, so you can also have some uh, visual disturbance uh, just before the pain occurs, uh, and then even even uh, you know the pain can uh, last up to forty eight hours, uh, and then after that you also have the what we call the migraine hangover, which is still some symptoms, uh, a lot of fatigues, and uh, cannot concentrate properly, and things that can last for another one, one or two days. So it's a full thing and not everybody experienced all of those phases, but, uh, but it can include all of these phases. So.
0: Wow, I didn't yeah. know that a migraine was like that, that it, it occurred in phases like that. So it sounds oh, yeah. like you have two days before your actual migraine and then you have it your can, migraine.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. two
0: days after, like you said, the migraine hangover.
1: Yeah, you can have some post-drome symptoms and and prodrome symptoms. So
0: mm-hmm. it seems like it's a total of uh, six days. Am I understanding that correctly?
1: It could be uh, for some people it will last only one hour. I say only, but uh, the pain is very very high, and uh, the migraine is not a headache. Uh, needs to be very clear on that. Uh, right. Uh, a headache that you can clear it with uh, uh, maybe just uh, having a glass of water or uh, one paracetamol but uh, uh, the migraine is uh, a lot deeper than that and the pain is a lot deeper than that uh, some people cannot just uh, uh, see the light or they need to be uh, enclosed in their in a dark room uh, with something on their hair, they cannot uh, um, stand any sound, any light, anything. I mean, it's, uh, it's quite a, it's one of the most delimitating uh, diseases. So it's, uh, and people don't realize that because uh, people suffering from migraine often uh, feel very uh, alone and left, left on the side because nobody can understand what they actually are going through, which could relate in the autoimmune also uh, disease. And because we don't know uh, as of today exactly where it is, we have some kind of um, presumptions. And some people, you have some family of people suffering from migraine. And this could be related also to autoimmune disease. So you have some uh, family, yeah, so there, is, there could be a genetic uh, gene in the, in the migraine and there could be, um, I mean, it could be many things. Some people have migraine after having a big shock or an accident or something like that. Right, and like so, a
0: brain injury.
1: Exactly, yeah. But also uh, some women uh, have migraine when they have their period. Uh, so it, it also uh, has an impact, uh, uh, the hormones have an impact on the migraine also can have because a lot of this can have an impact. An impact. It's why it's so difficult to, uh, as of today, to say exactly this or that because not everybody experiences the same one, the same kind of migraine. And uh, it doesn't uh, happen the same way. It doesn't happen at the same time in the same uh, situation. So, it's extremely complicated.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. And with the symptoms before migraine, could you talk about those?
1: Yes, you can have some uh, uh, symptoms. Like some people are very energetic, they're full of energy before having a, a, a migraine, so a migraine attack. So, when they start uh, feeling this way, they know that something is coming up. And uh, when the good thing about knowing your, your, your prodrome symptoms is like you can start acting on the attack before it comes. Uh, because in migraine, it is uh, known that uh, the earlier you take the medications you need to take or you, you act on it, the better chance you have to not experience it or at least uh, with less pain. So uh, it's very uh, important to identify your symptom symptoms. So it could be a lot of energy. Some people would yawn uh, many times uh, before, before the, the attack. And some people uh, would have stomach pain. Some people would be craving some chocolate. So sometimes they say, oh, chocolate is a trigger. Or oh, maybe not, maybe you are craving chocolate.
0: Mm. that was a
1: a problem then you had an attack because anyway the attack was coming in you know so it's why it's important to not mix up the triggers and and the symptoms and to be very aware of each of the phases of the migraine and where you are at what stage you are in these phases
0: yeah i appreciate you explaining the the phases because like you said many people think oh it's a trigger when actually it could be just something yeah, that symptoms. you're experiencing before, yeah. symptoms. Yeah. And I agree that migraines are very much have the same feelings and bring up the same isolation as autoimmune mm. disease or chronic illness because they're so I- isolated and people don't understand how you feel unless they have the symptom or the yeah. migraine or the disease itself.
1: Yeah, indeed. Because those, most of those diseases are kind of invisible diseases. Right. So people cannot see anything. You don't look different. Right. So it's hard. I mean, we can't really blame them because it's hard for them to understand because they have no sign that can tell them that uh, uh, you really are suffering. So, yeah, that's another word. (laughs) 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 But but people, yeah, people tend to uh, isolate themselves and uh, uh, because it is so painful when they start an attack that they don't dare uh, planning anymore, some uh, outing and social events or even family events because they uh, they, they fear that an attack would come. Yeah. And that's terrible because it keeps them isolated in the, in, uh, you know, on their own with, uh, with uh, pain and uh, it's yeah. something that is very sad.
0: Absolutely. And, and that's yeah. the same thing that you, people have with chronic illness or autoimmune disease that yes, yes. they have yeah. their life changes because you can't mm-hmm. plan really. Um, sometimes a flare may came, come out of the blue. Exactly. And you have to cancel your plans, or mm-hmm. you just do things at the last minute.
1: Yeah, it's a fact. So, yeah. uh, and um, yes, yeah, so what I, uh, I do is uh, some migraine prevention, you know, especially for those people, because there are things that you can act on that would help uh, uh, reduce the number of attack days or reduce the pain whenever the attack comes so um, it's um, it's all about the migraine threshold I don't know if you have heard about that
0: no uh, could you explain migraine yeah. threshold you said
1: yes it's um, I mean it's explained by the scientists that uh, migraine is uh, not a tri- it hasn't got one trigger it's not triggered by one thing but there are different risk factors that when they accumulate at some stage, they reach your migraine threshold level. And the migraine, so each each of us has a migraine threshold. For some of us, it it will never reach it. But for some of us, it is lower. And then when those risk factors that you are sensitive to, when they add up, at some stage they reach, this and that's where the pain starts got you and so lots of risk factors exist and like uh, as we said before there are risk factors that are environmental you cannot do anything about like we said the genetics the hormones uh, the weather yeah. i mean there are things that are here you cannot act on them but there are other risk factors um that you can't control uh like uh, dehydration or sleep uh, sleep pattern you need to stick to sleep pattern you know always go to bed at the same time get up at the same time migraine doesn't like changes mm. so the the the, the more uh, regular your life is the, the better it is in terms of migraine so it's not very fun i agree with that but that's a fact yeah. And, uh, and especially in terms of sleep, you know, you need to have a very time to sleep or when you know that the time that suits you, you need to stick to them. Sometimes you hear people saying, oh, I have a, I have a migraine every weekend or, on Sundays or, and uh, you can often relate it to the fact that on weekends they sleep longer than uh, during the week when they have to get up to go to work. And uh, this could be why, uh, so in some cases, this is why uh, uh, they have a, a migraine attack on that day.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: Yeah, so, so the, the sleep pattern is very important. Uh, staying hydrate, hydrated is very important. Um, also, um, um, avoid hunger a maximum because... Uh, it, your, your, your sugar level, your blood sugar level fluctuates. And again, because migraine doesn't like changes, you know, you need to keep this uh, uh, sugar level in your blood as, uh, as uh, you know, quiet as possible and not having it fluctuate too much. So if you don't, if you miss a, a meal, for example, that would be low. And then when you start eating again, it will have a peak and right. that's where you could you could start an attack there. You know, there's things like that. Um, also, there is uh, the food and, and the stress. Sorry, I forgot about the stress, which is the most important one. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Stress. In, <laughs> Another similarity lot, with exactly, autoimmune disease. <laughs> exactly. In a lot, lot, lot of, uh, of different uh, autoimmune disease and, and disease, stress is involved. And, uh, and it's also true for migraine. Yes, stress is the number one trigger for migraine. So it's extremely important. And uh, learning to, um, to control your stress is extremely, extremely important in terms of migraine. Um, and also there is the food. Mm. And some, some food and some ingredients, actually some ingredients that are linked to allergies, can, you can be sensitive to those as anybody can, but for those uh, suffering from migraine, that could, you know, be one of the risk factors that accumulates on top of the others. And that um, makes, makes the, the attack start and the pain start. Right. So, that builds up
0: your threshold like you were mentioning. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. It builds up all your risk factor levels that up oh, there is your threshold. Right. And then the pain starts. Yeah, so actually what the, the program I have, uh, the Good Days program is about finding your sensitivities, finding you know, what can make your risk factors going up, finding all your sensitivities. And to find them, you need to test them. You need to understand what you are sensitive to and what you are not sensitive to among all of those potential risk factors.
0: Why did you develop it? What is your because, personal history?
1: Yeah, with I, know. It's, uh, it's, uh, um, I have a personal history with uh, autoimmune disease. And uh, um, uh, I worked for Migrant Buddy, which is a migraine tracker uh, application. It's uh, the number one application for migrant tracker in the market and um so while doing the support for the users so the migrant sufferers who are using this uh, application a lot of them were uh, asking for a food tracker in the beginning i was like okay a food tracker why so many people is asking for a food tracker yeah Yeah. and uh, and uh, and then we start doing some research and say okay why don't we include a food tracker in the app to because people are asking for it so why don't we include it and then doing some research on the food that could uh, uh, be risk factors and um, on how it impacts the attack because um, it's extremely complicated because food that you eat today can uh, impact your attack in two days. You know, it's not, I eat the food, like I have the attack just now.
0: Right, it, right. It
1: can take up to two days. But in yeah. two days you eat many food. And depending on your sensitivity, if, you're, if, you are, if you are highly sensitive, you eat the food then you can start an attack just now. But if you are moderately sensitive, you eat the same food today, tomorrow, after tomorrow, and then so it builds up right. slowly, and then someday reaches uh, the threshold. So it's uh, uh, it's extremely complicated to understand which one at what stage and to do it with the app like that. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. It's something we didn't feel that we could we could do properly because it was too complicated and we couldn't make it. So we say, okay we still those people still still need some help with that because they uh, feel like food is an issue, so we need to find out. And so did we, did, we took all the research for the last 30 years mm-hmm. on migraine and food and we realized and we checked all the everything that was involved, every food that was involved. And actually it's not the food itself which is important, but it's the chemical in the food mm. like for example uh it won't be the coffee the issue but it will be the caffeine and the tannins that is included in the coffee for example
0: right
1: is, so it, it's not the food it's not the food itself. the ingredient itself it's right the molecular life. chemistry it's exactly And it's what we call the chemicals. So that's what uh, actually you might be sensitive to or not. So we identified uh, with all this research, we identified 20 chemicals that could be risk factors for migraine. Got you. Yeah, so with this, uh, so the idea here it's to eliminate all the food that has this chemical at the very beginning for like three weeks. the very beginning and you eliminate all that to eliminate all these all those chemicals from your body and start from fresh yeah almost like a a
0: detox and trying exactly kind of
1: and then you reintroduce one by one each of the chemicals but when the good thing is like because it's not any one ingredient but chemicals it's like when you reintroduce one chemical you you reintroduce many food because this chemical, it, you can find it in many food. So right. you can each time you reintroduce, you know, by family of chemical, the food that uh, that matches it.
0: So it sounds and like it's how... similar. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of a, a basic way of doing it, but that the only way that really works. Right. Uh, you eliminate and then you reintroduce one by one and you see. You you give enough time each time to see if it's an issue or not, and if it's not an issue, you go to you go to the next one, next chemical with the family of food that relates to. And um, so, uh, if in case you start a migraine attack after two three days of having this chemical, and you stop, you go back to detox for two three days, and then you start again because. It could be this, but it could also be the weather, the all those different things that you cannot control. And the idea of the program is to know your sensitivities to control the migraine, because once you know, you can play with it. Maybe you don't want to go
0: to the wedding, and you eat the food.
1: (laughs) Exactly, up to you. You know, up to you. But what I mean is, like, at least you know, and when you do something you know exactly what you are going through and what you are doing.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like it, it's very much similar to the autoimmune elimination diet. Yes,
1: yes. But I it's for migraines. The AIP. Yeah, AIP. <laughs> that's yeah. <right>. AIP.
0: AIP. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, yes, I, I actually, actually, I did that in parallel. And uh, that's also why I thought, okay, if I can do it for myself, for my condition, we need to find a way to do it also for the people suffering from migraine.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, uh, yeah. So what
0: um, autoimmune condition do you suffer from?
1: I have Crohn's disease.
0: Got you. Okay. So yeah, you, you definitely oh, had 30, to eliminate.
1: Oh, yeah. Y- yes, but uh, I... You know, I found out that uh, it's another subject, but I found out that uh, the, um, the food we were asked to eat, I mean, 35 years back when I started the you know, it, it started when I was a teenager, I was 16. And uh, when they tell you to eat only uh, uh, um, non-residue food, don't know how you say that in English, but uh, only rice and, and pasta and uh, potato and white meat and white fish and, and, that, and that's it.
0: So those are the things that you eliminated or you would only eat? Only eat. Oh, gotcha. That's,
1: that's what we were asked to eat, to have no fiber at all, to have nothing that could disturb the gut. You know, in the way they they, they were seeing it, and so it was very, you know, the food that that, that completely uh, that, that didn't need the the gut at all, actually, you know, because there were nothing to 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 chew for the gut, like to to get through. So yeah. um, and and when when I came through the AIP diet ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I realized it was nearly the other way around and and that actually uh, they were seeing a lot more things that could be done and a lot more uh, things that were kind of forbidden before that were actually good and and it was a, a real high opener for me. And, uh, and I started to do that, and I started to eat my soup in the morning for breakfast, and I started to <laughs> do all these kind of things that I wouldn't have done before. And actually, I felt a lot better. Then. so well, And the same way, there was some new medication and this and that. So I don't know how much this or that changes impacted the illness, but... Uh, uh,
0: you suffered from Crohn's disease for many years since you were a teenager, and yeah. you only—how long did you eat? The, no,
1: I, I that had way? I, I mean, I had more, but there are many things I didn't eat uh, at all. I was kind of very careful with uh, what I was doing, and uh, but there were many, many food that I wasn't doing, and, and it and sounds like
0: was, a, oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, but there were some things I was afraid to eat because mm-hmm. I was afraid it would hurt because, you know, when you know something hurts, it's a, it's a stop right now because you don't want to, yeah. to be in pain. So um, I was kind, kind of afraid. And, and uh, so there were many things that I, I wouldn't eat. And, and then I realized I could eat them and it, would, it was no problem. And yeah. it was maybe even helping. So, and it I sounds
0: like you, you take medication for the Crohn's disease, and you, yeah. the AIP diet, doing it 10 years ago really helped open up your diet a little bit more and, and, yeah. and change what you were eating.
1: Yes, yes, indeed, yeah. indeed. Yes, and
0: indeed. did you ever suffer from migraines at the same time with the Crohn's no, disease? No, no,
1: I never suffered from migraines. Okay. And, uh, but uh, it's a, uh, uh people who suffer from migraine, I don't know if they can understand that, but uh, uh, having suffered, badly suffered from Crohn for years and years, had uh, many surgeries, many resection, many... So I, I, I know what pain is. Yes, and no, no, I Crohn's think, disease is... And, yeah, and, and, and I know I will, uh, I will never uh, know what it is to experience uh, a migraine. I hope I will never know it because it sounds very awful. But uh, I know what suffering in your body is. Yeah. And I think this can relate to that. And
0: I'm so sorry that you had to go through years of suffering and surgeries. Oh yeah. And At one a...
1: I had one surgery every month.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. Your program seems to be helping Many people, and you've yes. pretty much sounds like you've done the program yourself because you did the AIP diet. So you,
1: exactly. you know
0: what to look for, the different symptoms, and you've done exactly. the education.
1: Exactly. At the end of the program, the, the people say that uh, when we ask them what was uh, the, the, the most, uh, what did help you the most, uh, they definitely say that it was this everyday touch based. Where we could talk where we could exchange Uh, uh, you know for all those people that are often uh, left alone they felt that somebody was there for for them and somebody who could understand what they were going through and supporting them helping them with the program because it's not it's not easy to change your food and the way you eat Um, i i know very well what i'm talking about And, (laughs) and i'm french and i love my food (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and I love cooking, and so exactly. I, mean, I, I, I know exactly what it is about. Uh, so that's why I can help them. And then I, I have developed many recipes for them to be able to don't think about it. I just do yeah, you, can do this, you can do that. Very uh, recipes easy to make for, no, no, not for cooking specialists or whatever, just for people suffering from migraine who need to eat something that won't uh, worsen the pain. And, um, so I, I, I developed there just, uh, I mean, every have a YouTube channel with like more than 60 recipes on it. It's uh, where people can see that and people can follow that or, or get inspired by that to make their own things or, so. so um,
0: yeah. Well, it sounds like a well-developed program. It sounds like you're going to be hold, holding their hand all yes. the way through. How Obviously. long does the program, um, last?
1: So, I mean, uh, usually people stay between three to six months. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, they stay until they feel like they can follow it by themselves. And, you know, but they like this, this little help they have on the side. So sometimes they're not ready to, to let that go. Right. And uh, yeah, but uh, three to six months. Yes. Okay. So there's also the, the, the book with all the science explained, uh, all the, the, the special theory explained, all the diet, the process of the program explained. People can get the book and uh, try to do it by themselves, hold their hand all the way through and um, to get a better result. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Okay, so it sounds like the program comes with a book. You have a YouTube channel, where you developed recipes to help exactly the client follow to get used to the and and then these recipes have those eliminations that you said that trigger a migraine. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and then they have
1: yeah, and the recipes that uh, everybody can have during the. Elimination time. Okay.
0: And then they connect with you every day?
1: Yes, they okay. connect with me every day. Got you. Uh, yeah. And uh, every day, I, uh, they tell me what they have done the day before, what they had done the day before. Uh, uh, we also check all the, what we call daily protectors, as I was talking about at the beginning of the program, about uh, the you know, uh, getting uh, hydrated, uh, uh, eat regularly, doing some exercise regularly, have a, uh, a sleep time set and, and, and get a routine, a sleep, re- sleep routine that uh, you stick to. Uh, also, there are some, also some environment uh, uh, checks that we do. Some what
0: uh, checks? I'm sorry.
1: I mean, some uh, protectors say protectors that's what we call protectors check gotcha. you know on this uh, everything that can help uh, staying below the threshold which is the all the, the the goal of the whole thing it's never reach the threshold so everything you can do that keeps you uh, as low as possible uh, with your risk factors is uh, is something that we check during the program okay, okay. and the and protectors so day, are like the
0: sleep the water yes exactly
1: okay. yeah yeah different things and uh, along the way with the discussions and some people also need some uh, um, neck uh, uh, exercises because they have some tensions in the neck that can also uh, start uh, triggering attacks uh, also people have uh, the, some grinding you know the teeth yeah so that, uh, it sounds like you
0: go through part. the whole gamut of really trying exactly. to make sure they're Doing the right things to help yeah, them.
1: It's very uh, personal uh, uh, program. You know, right. Uh,
0: well, thank you so much. Um, is there anything you want people to understand about migraines?
1: Migraine is uh, is something that is very, uh, as I was saying, it's one of the most debilitating uh, uh, diseases in the world, and uh, it's extremely. Uh, painful and when people tell you they suffer from migraine take them seriously already you don't want to feel what they feel and you don't want to have the pain they have so be kind to them and be uh, understand that try to understand what they're going through and uh, they really need it and they really need the support of everybody and um, as for autoimmune disease uh, everything that can raise uh, awareness is uh, is good to take
0: absolutely
1: and the world should know <laughs> those conditions exist for and, sure yeah so and people are suffering so yeah everything that can make their life uh, better is good to take on
0: yeah so they could actually enjoy their life and it yes, sounds exactly. like you're doing wonderful work and you sound very kind and uh, a companion that somebody needs when they're going through this, this change and yeah. trying to figure out what what they need to live a better life.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate your time. And thank you. How Lizzie. can people find you and work with you before we? End?
1: So uh, I have a website which is a uh, gooddaysprogram.com, and uh, for your uh, subscribers and the people listening, uh, we get twenty percent discount on the book with a special code I will share with you.
0: All right. Well, that's exciting. Thank you for giving our listeners a 20% discount. And obviously, we'll we'll share it also.
1: Yes. Thank you very much.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, hopefully we keep in touch and nice talking to you.
1: Thank you. Nice talking to you. Have a good day.
0: You too. Migraines are no joke. Isabel or Issa, as she likes to be called, let me know that the Good Days program is introducing group coaching for 2023. The price for coaching will be the equivalent of a cup of coffee per session. As mentioned in an interview, the coupon code is in the show notes. To support the podcast, leave a rating or review so others can find the podcast. Also, share the episode with fellow autoimmune warriors so they too can have hope and be stronger than autoimmune. Until next time.